Welcome to Movie Making. I'm your host, Rennell Golden. Hello, I am here with Danielle Bowman. She is an actress and a filmmaker. I think she's wore every hat there is to wear on set. Welcome, Danielle. Hey, Rennell. Glad to be here. I'm I'm so happy to have you because you are one of the hardest working people I know in the industry. <laughs> and I, I can't wait for you to like share some of your story with everyone. I know we won't have enough time, but um, I met you like, oh my gosh, I think it's been four years now. I'm, I'm not sure, but you were just hitting the ground running and getting into acting. I don't know if you were returning or what, but you have worked more than like anyone I know. So how did you get started in this? Was this a passion from your past life? Like what brought you back full circle into this, this realm of it, filmmaking and entertainment? Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I actually grew up in Los Angeles uh, and was always um, enamored with the idea of, of being in film, uh, being in television, uh, had no idea what I was doing or how to do it. Uh, and figured it out. Yeah, well, um, didn't really figure it out then, um, but I, you know, I did some theater, um, did some modeling, um, but it, it felt like a black box. I, I felt like I couldn't, couldn't figure it out. Um, and, you know, you're young, and I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I remember once years ago, um, I had a few neighbors on my street that actually worked in the, in the business, and they brought me in um, as a favor to one of their agents and had me do a reading. No oh, one wow. prepped me. No one prepped me. Oh. I'd only ever done theater, and it was awful. It was <laughs> awful. They were like, yeah, no thank you. Oh, next, right? <laughs> and so, you know, at 12 years old, I was like, okay, I guess I'm not good enough to do this. Um, so, yeah, so totally dismissed it and, um, you know, spent 20 years in, in Colorado and then moved to Florida. And so I laughed that it wasn't until I moved to the other end of the country for me to have this spark reignite. That is uh, so cool though. And I, you know what, I, the same thing happened to me because we were living in LA area and I, I knew all these television writers and this and that, and it was the furthest thing from my mind. And it <laughs> did happen in Florida too, oddly enough. We have that in common. I love that. Love yeah. It. So I actually thank my daughter because, uh, you know, kids want, they, they have interest, you know, I want to play soccer, I want to do ballet, yeah. and you're like, as a parent, yes. you're like, okay, I'll figure it out. So yes. enough time exactly. and technology had passed that uh, when she, at what, 14, 15, decided, mom, I think I want to get into acting. I'm like, okay, well, let's figure it out. And, um, you know, at my age, you, you start to not care anymore. You're like, well, I'm just, I don't, I don't have an ego. <laughs> I'm going to figure this out. So I just started re-engineering the process to really get her into it. And the process of doing that just reignited in me, like, why can't I do this? Um, oh, that's so cool. So I actually so thank cool. her. <laughs> wow. Yes. Thank her. That is so cool. I love it. I love it. We, so what happened, like your, your first film or something, you ended up in the film or directing it, writing it, like, you know, it was really kind moment. of comical because, um, you know, I still made a lot of mistakes with helping her get into this business. But um, uh, I remember 
um, I started working some crew things because I really had totally dismissed the option of acting. Oh, and you're um, so good. So I just I'm, I'm totally glad you're dismissed doing it. it. I know. Wow. Um, I love it. But I was like, you know what, I'll just do what I can. I didn't really know where it would take me. Um, so I started as, you know, I, I'm like, I'll production assist for you. I'll, I'll do whatever. I don't care. I'll empty the trash um, just Wonderful. to be on set. And um, and then my daughter um, had an appointment with a, a talent agent. And in meeting her, they signed her. And then they just took a look at me and they were like, Hey mom. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're like, are you an actress? And I'm like, Oh no, no, no. And they're like, um, no, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God. They signed me. And, and I thought that was hysterical. Um, and it kind of just snowballed from there. That is so cool. Um, <laughs> all right. So now where you're at now, some 40 plus films later, do you prefer on camera or behind the camera or you don't care? Uh, it's so funny. That's probably because I, I don't look at what I do as super unique, but I, I guess it might be because I get so many people that um, uh, are like, wait a minute, you do both. Um, yeah. I love them both for different reasons. You know, I mean, I really do love being behind the camera, working on set. I love the pre-pro process. Yeah. Um, I know that's weird. But, but you know what, you bring to it a business <laughs> sense that I see a lot of filmmakers, they don't have it quite <laughs> like they need it. And you bring that, you just have that natural organizational ability and the, you, you have a logic and it, you have troubleshooting too that, that you get from having had a professional life. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. I and mean, that makes I've... you invaluable. I was, um, it, for 15 plus years, I was a, a director of operations, oh, that's um, running no you you know, sales teams and yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've had a lot of training and, and so moving into film, you know, not knowing what I wanted to do initially, um, my skill set and natural kind of organization, communication, leadership skills really did transfer quite well to yeah. first aiding, production management you know, UPM, yep. those types of things. You're really good at it. And oh, everybody you. has been very like impressed with you. It's funny because people don't realize that I've known you and they're always refer me to you. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I've got to get her once I have that project that, you know, has the paying salary and all that good stuff. I'm like, yes, yeah. Danielle Bowman. Yes. But then I, I was watching your reels that are up on imdb and on your acting is just it's powerful to oh, play that you. those intense emotional characters so i don't you know what's know. so funny is that um i've been i'm i'm heading into my fifth year in this business so oh, i've really wow. only been doing it for a full four years which wow. it's like a blink of an eye um, it is. I'll never want to do anything else again, but, um, <laughs> I started, so I started acting almost by accident, um, with getting that first agent. And, you know, now I've got, um, you know, I'm basically, I've got bi-coastal representation of oh, covering. That's cool. Uh, that's yeah. So, cool. I mean, I've got, you know, lots of great reps, um, working on my team. And the one thing I've been really bad about is, um, every time I'm on set and I get, you know, I always check in with the director because I don't get a lot of direction. And, you know, they're like, no, no, no. It was it was amazing. I get all this great feedback, which is wonderful. As an but actress? That, yes. yes okay, when okay. I'm an actress. Yeah. And and so that didn't encourage me to 
get into acting classes on a regular basis. And so I'm literally right now finishing up um, my first um, and I'm in an advanced acting intensive um, um, at the Maley School. And, oh, and this okay. Is That's a first, great place. It really is. Oh, my gosh. It's the, yeah. the highlight of my week going there every week. But, um, you know, the, the, te- the instructor um, I have, uh, Jim Braswell, he, te- he looks at me almost every class. And he's like, I just I can't believe this is your first acting class. Are you kidding me? What I, <laughs> well, and what I've noticed about you is um, and maybe one of the reasons that you don't get as much direction as maybe you would like. But if the character, at least I've I witnessed this, if if you have to pull out those really dark, deep, intense emotions, whatever you've had going on in your life, whatever, you have something that you can access mm-hmm. and you just do it. Mm. <laughs> you can get to that point. Well, that's um, one benefit to being getting into this older. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. We have a lot of shit we can draw we upon from, you know, way back when. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and that could be why, but that's very cool. I I love Lisa Maley's school and they've they've been around forever. Yeah. Um it's a really it's it's a good place. It's good you're going there. Um so if you are, you know, you do a lot as crew, but you also act. So if you are on a project, do you, do you mind having to do both or do you, to, do you prefer to be one or the other when you're on a film? Oh, it's so funny because um, in my mind, I, you know, one of them comes before, you know, I'm either, um, and, and usually when I end up doing both on a, on a single project, it's because I, I'm crew. So I'm the first AD and, and then they, you know, just, you know, you know, if it's people I've worked with before, um, they already know, um, I, I can, you know, I can act, I can work the other side. I don't ever ask for it. It's not ever anything I'm looking to do, you know, wear both hats in a, in a, uh, on a project. Right. But but it happens more than you think, you know, the casting is struggling to fill a, uh, some small role. And, and they'll look at me and they're like, well, you're an actress. How about you <laughs> Jump take in that there. role? Yeah. And, <laughs> um, and I laugh because, you know, my thing is, um, I'm like, well, okay, it's, I, I have to take off my AD hat if I'm going to step into this role. And so I do require it be like, I, it needs to be a small role, guys, because I have a job to do here. <laughs> right, um, right. I recently did, though. I was the, um, I was the lead producer and, you know, it's a low budget thing here in Florida. So I was the lead producer, but on set, I was actually the, the acting AD. And, oh, wow. Um, okay. Yes. Um, I was also housing. Uh, we had a name talent on the project. And so oh, very he's, cool. he's in town for, you know, a month. Um, and so um, he was staying at my home. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then they had a small role for a police officer that needed to arrest him. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> yeah, the executive producer got with me and he's like, hey, you know, what do you think about about taking this role? And once I was like, okay, it's just one scene. It's not recurring. You know, I'm kind of one and done. I'm like, yeah, sure, that's fine. Um, so I'm in my wardrobe, standing at the cop car. Uh, we're about to start my scene and everybody's just kind of chatting and and I'm and so I had to put my AD hat back on and be like hey guys is camera ready okay let's do this 
<laughs> I always so wonder, like, how do people do that? That actually, like, you know, some of these big movie stars, they star in the film they're directing. And I'm oh, like, right? how do you yeah. do that? Because I couldn't go back and forth like that. Because I know as a writer, when I'm writing, I am only every character in that script. Don't don't ask me to feed you. Don't ask me to do anything else. Because, yeah. you know, so I don't get it. But I admire that you can do that. That is that's it really happens cool. quite a bit, you know, oh, wow. we had, I had a film in Jersey where, um, uh, that'll probably be coming out in 2023, um, you know, kind of a bigger film nice. and, um, our lead talent, you know, we had some scheduling things with her for, for one of the days and she wasn't able to be there, but the oh. AD in me is like, Noel, we've got it. We've got to make our day still. Mm. Uh, so let's get as much of the coverage as we can of this scene minus yes. her portion and so you know as the ad i'm like let me just do we have she needed to wear a black coat our, our lead talent i'm like well shoot it dirty let me put a black coat on and yeah. just shoot it dirty over their shoulders so that we can get this guy's coverage because he's one of our name talents and and i need to keep a schedule yes um, so that's, that's brilliant <laughs> you know what what do you think you and i have talked about this before um you know obviously not today but What's one of the um, the biggest challenges do you find on particularly indie films um, or some of the lower budget like network films? But um, I you probably know what I would say. But um, what do you what do you think is one of the biggest challenges overall going into a project? Um, on some of the you know I, I find that money solves a lot. <laughs> yes, yeah, true. Money you, aside, let, we know that's, that's yeah. like a huge um, you know, but, but it's like, okay, if you do have more time than money or more money than time. And in film, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, when you're a low budget project, you really don't have either, you know, you no. can't, you, you don't have extra time. You're yes. still on a tight schedule. Um, and if anything, you need to be on, on even tighter schedules. So um, I find that you're, you're trying to shoot um, or needing to shoot more pages in a day than you would like. Right. For budget reasons, you must. Right. Um, right. That's that, been one of my ongoing challenges this last, you know, decade and a half is um, keeping people on schedule. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if it's Indian, and it's non-union, we, we may only have, you know, 12 to 16 days to shoot a feature where, you know, other people get six weeks to six months or however long. And I, that's, that's been where like my, my ADs on set, I just treasure them if, if they can come in there and just, you know, mm -hmm. prevent me from as a director having to yell and scream, but they, you know, keep people on schedule. Yeah. I'd say probably one of the biggest challenges, because I AD probably the most um, and production manage um, quite a bit. Uh, probably the biggest challenge I have on like smaller-ish projects uh, is um, l let the AD do the thing that they're best at. Um, you know, let, let, let the, the crew that you're bringing on do their full job, um, knowing that most of the time, you know, on a smaller feature film, um, we're not filling every single role that you would see filled on, on a $5 million budget because Boy, you just don't have true. it in the budget. So <laughs> right. you're already, you know, like I don't have, you know, I won't have a second AD and I certainly won't have a second second. Um, right. but that's, you know, with, um, with putting a little bit of extra time into the pre-pro, um, and you know, too many times I'll, I'll work with, uh, you know, in a situation where 
um, the, a, a schedule has been kind of already mentally put together by, you know, a producer or the director um, and they're, they're resistant to looking at the schedule in, in some other ways that might be more efficient. And that's where I excel. Or even writing it down. I think we've talked about this before is like one of my pet peeves is, is having a shot list to know yes. how you're going to move through your day. Oh, absolutely. My joke <laughs> yeah. with that is if I don't have a shot list, what is it exactly that you think I'm managing? Yes. It, a yeah. first AD manages the set, but I do that through a shot list. I do that through, um, you know, the, the overall, my overall breakdown. But, you know, I live and die by a shot list. Um, if I don't have a shot list, I can't know what's coming. I know what scene's coming, but I can't truly, you know, if I don't know how many setups we've got, that's how I break down time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah putting the time and energy into a functional shot list that you will then um, turn over to your AD and let them run the set. Um, I promise you, you know, we'll keep you on time. Yeah. Uh, and it, and just, it makes, it makes your film so much better because then you're not missing stuff because oh, if things are floating like around in your head and it's not mm -hmm. written down. You're going to miss that, that one shot that it could have been like as simple as somebody's feet or someone's hands or, you know, close up of their eyes in a moment of, you know, intense shock or something, but without your shot list, are you going to remember to get that? And that always frustrates me. And, and I know sometimes I don't do it very often anymore, but sometimes I make shorts. It is so hard to get people to use those shot lists. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. But you know, it's um, so, you know, but, but I've experienced that on, you know, some SAG features. I've, I've experienced the same issue. Um, on, on some bigger projects as well. Um, and I think sometimes, you know, we, we get very used to uh, people in film are some of the hardest working people I've ever met. Um, they, they often get used to on small projects. Um, we, we build some habits that may not suit us well as we grow our career um, because you, you get used to having to wear five hats. So the, the writer is the director they can't afford a separate producer, so they're doing that as well. Um, they have their hands in so many different departments because it's been so a necessity. True. Right. And then they get to the point where they may have this that, that first project where they've actually got a decent budget to be able to pay everyone and, you know, do it the right way. And they, they still fall back on some of those habits that they, they had. They also, I've noticed, don't let, uh, when that happens, and I've experienced this a few times in the last few years, they they're so used to wearing all the hats that they don't necessarily let the full crew come in and do their job. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to find a nice way to put that. And well, it could be. It could. It, it, I think it's a mix. I don't think it's this intentional thing. I think it's no, an it's not habit. Yeah, and they don't realize the 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 damage that it might be doing and how much better and smoother their project could be if they would. Um, let everybody roll. Let everyone that. do their job, but yes. they need to re-educate themselves to, well, what is this full job? What does a director of photography actually do? Yes. Um, yeah. What does a first AD, what are all of the responsibilities that they're supposed to do? So true. And, and you know, it is a, you know, sometimes it's a control thing. Sometimes it's, they just don't realize. Um, it's really cute. I just um, finished a feature film. Uh, about a year and a half ago, and it just uh, uh, released, um, Paramount bought it, and it, you know, we had a great, nice. it, it's been wonderful, yeah, 
and the writer director is you know already hitting the ground running on his next film and has invited me oh, that's um, so cool. to first ad for the next one and um i've just like fallen in love with these guys they're just fabulous oh that um, is so cool but we have enough of a relationship now that uh we um we don't start principal really until october um but i was out working on set with him recently um and he was um, stepping on my toes just a little bit, doing my job. And so <laughs> I'm comfortable enough with him to come up to him and be like, hey. And, uh, and he's like, what's up? I'm like, stop doing my job, man. And, <laughs> and he's like, oh, he didn't even realize. He's like, I'm so sorry. And, yes. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. That's all we needed. And, and we were great. That's, um, that's good. That's nice. But it's that ingrained habits and he's starting to make bigger every film he does is bigger and bigger yeah yeah and so it. it's you're you're eventually going to get to the point where you've got that big um you know you're you're doing like a, a modified sag or low budget sag you're, you know, you've really got some money behind it yeah you you must at that you point. know what's great is because you're you're forging these relationships now you'll be on whatever that team is more than likely because oh, you want to yeah. bring in the people you trust when you get the biggest job you've ever gotten. You know how it is whenever you work with a brand new crew. Oh, it's um, and so it's hard. hard. It's hard on a short film because you only have a few days, but um, yeah. it takes the first couple of days to really kind of gel with that new team. Um, yes. So this, it's like the Kevin Bacon game. You can look at almost <laughs> any big film and then pick randomly pick someone and look at a few of the names and you will find that they There's work together over and over and over. Yes. Yeah. And that's why. Yeah. yeah you hit true. the ground running. It's true. Um, well, before we move on to our five for five, what do you, um, what are you looking forward to or, well, yeah. Do you have a project, like a dream project you, you'd want to do maybe oh, as yeah. an actress? Have you thought about that, the role? Um, you know, for I, I do really well. Um, you know, I can cry on cue and I, I play a, a wonderful bitch. Um, <laughs> so I end up being cast in um, variations of that bitchy character. Yeah. Uh, you know, so whether it's the demanding boss, the you know, I end up, it's, it's makes me laugh. I end You're up either the bitch or the mom, right? I Yeah, sometimes both. Yeah, oh, there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, moms can. <laughs> But um, I do, it's funny, when I choose to sit down and watch films, um, I, I love historical pieces. I, that's just, oh. you know, any kind of epic saga, epic historical film. Um, I don't even necessarily have a particular genre, um, but just, you know, I love period pieces. Oh, that's um, very cool. So I would love to, you know, be, be involved um, as an actress in a production that's like, it's, you know, some kind of period specific you know, 40s, like 50s, 20s, almost. Western. Yeah, yeah, like something okay. that's, that's older. Um, I love the wardrobe and the set dressing. You know, I just, it's its always been fascinating to me. So um, that's very cool. that would be fun. Um, you know, I've, I've put some heavy goals to, to myself for this year. And I think you're going to do it. I, I don't even need to know what they are, though. You can <laughs> tell us, but I know you're going to do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, um, and I'm like, why not? And it's, 
um, you know, the only thing standing in most people's way is themselves. And, you know, so I'm just trying to get out of my own way sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're, we all can relate to that. Not all of us will admit it, but I think we can all relate to it. Right? <laughs> yes, it's so cool. And do you think you'll do more with your daughter in the future too with Madison? Do you think, you know? Um, I actually already have something in the works. I'm a um, producer for um uh well it's it was a film now it's two films uh, oh i love it we're going after a unique concept uh two did you movies. guys write this one is this something you guys created or it's um the writer director is a really good buddy of mine and uh it sat on his shelf for i don't know five years and he's oh, wow. like you know what i want to do this i want to make this feature and then it uh, blossomed into two features so we're, wow. but, but they're, they overlap. So we're I going love to do it. two shoots or two movies, one shoot. Oh my God. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. That so, and my, keep your budget in check. That's amazing. Yeah. It only adds about five days to production. And oh, wow. my daughter wanted to audition and, um, and I, I took the backseat. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm a producer on this, but I'm not, you know, we're not going to let nepotism go too far. I want you to right, write it. Right. And so you're going to audition just like everybody else. And um, she has just found out actually yesterday officially that she'll be, um, there's like four, five leads in this film and she'll be one of them. Yay. Oh my gosh. That's exciting. Tell her congratulations. Well, that is that. cool. Thank you. It seems like this is going to be her career for as well. So how awesome. Family affair. Uh-huh. So, well, we're going to run out of time and I really want to do this segment with you. I've been doing with everybody um, and it's called five for five. And I'm going to okay. ask you five different questions. Um, they're just silly, but for people to get to know who you are beyond just, you know, actress and filmmaker. Absolutely. And so whenever you're ready, I'm going to start. There's no time. Hit, hit me up. Okay. All right. The first one's easy. What is your favorite food? Tacos. I literally, <laughs> I, I don't get tired of them. I'm lucky that I'm married to someone who doesn't get tired of them. Are you um, a Taco Tuesday person? Everybody celebrates Monday, that? Tuesday, Wednesday, Doesn't Thursday. Matter. Yeah. <laughs> we could literally eat tacos every day and be happy. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Okay. All right. Favorite thing to drink after a long day on set? Um, Moscato. Okay. I'm a, I'm a wine. I'm a, I, I, I'm a on set. Um, Coke Zero all the way. Okay. Um, and yeah, when I'm at home, like a, a nice glass of Moscato. Oh, nice. Okay. And you just sort of chill out and yeah. get all mellow. Okay. Here's a question I've been asking everyone and it's because I need to know, I'm trying to figure this out. So <laughs> you've had, you know, a busy day and everyone in your house is trying to bug you and you need some private time, right? Where do you hide in your house? Ah, well, it's hard because they all know where I'm hiding. Um, yeah. So, um, so I'd have to like switch it up if I wanted to not be found. But as weird as it is, uh, we have a really nice big Spanish style front porch. And so I'm like, I'm like one of those old people that sit on their porch. I love sitting on my front porch. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, and then you can wave to the neighbors and drink your Moscato. It sounds Absolutely. nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, I, I can't fit under the bed. And everyone looks in the closet. Yes. I don't know where to go. Right? I, I need to find a new spot because they all know if yes. I if they, don't, 
They don't oh hear me gosh. in the house. They go to the front porch. <laughs> I like that. And once they did realize, oh, mom's in the front porch again, maybe, you know, they'll yeah, give you some yeah. space or right. they'll just, you have to find a new spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Favorite song to sing at the top of your lungs when you're driving alone in the car. Ooh. Um, that's a tough one. Cause I'm, <laughs> I've always been awful, awful, awful at knowing the names of songs. Oh, uh, we didn't want to sing one for us. Oh no, I can't. No. Sing. <laughs> uh, that's fair. <laughs> but uh, I love like, um, what is it? There's like a few really cool, um, like rocking out songs from Pat Benatar. Oh yes, yes, yes. Love is a battlefield or that's something. That's it. That's yes. I love her. Oh my God. That was like my high school anthem. Yes. It's a good song. Okay. Love it. And the final one is sort of movie related, but what is your favorite movie? Oh, um, you know, there's just always like a stupid handful of movies that, you know, everybody's different, but you can just literally watch them over and over. Yeah. And some people Uh, don't have favorites. True with songs too. They don't. They love, just love it. I don't know that I've got a one favorite, but, um, for, for like, a. Uh, I love gangster stuff, so I'm a big Godfather fan. Oh, um, cool! One and and two only. <laughs> oh. I didn't like the third. Um, and a Princess Bride. Oh, that one's a sweet one. Yes, yes. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Well, we've been talking with Danielle Bowman. And y'all can look her up on IMDb. And once this is up, you'll be able to see all of her links and all of her information. But thank you so much, Danielle. I hope you will come back and join us sometime. Anytime you want to talk about a new project or anything, just let me know. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. All right. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Movie Making with Renelle Golden. See you next time. This podcast has been sponsored by Samara Entertainment.